Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Alternative Buffalo 1077 to 104.7. Nick Rivers here hanging out with Kennedy deep inside the Key Bank Center tonight. And uh, it's a night that we've been waiting for since last September, which is hard to believe that was that long ago it was announced. But the Red Hot Chili Peppers are in town. A sold-out show. We're sitting here with Chad Smith. I got to say, I love the Talladega Nights. <laughs> That is so original. I know, right? How many times has that been asked? Like, how many times do people bring that up? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, so I, I did want to actually ask about the Will Ferrell thing. If we start off with that, that's cool. Did you, when the comparison was first made, you guys, obviously, it's been big in the media. You've been on Fallon and the drum-offs and everything. Um, did When was the first time you actually heard that you look like Will or Will look like you? When he was on uh, Saturday Night Live... And he was becoming popular on that show. So whenever that was, the late 99, 90 something. Yeah, I would I would get a little bit like, you know, you kind of look like that guy. I'm saying, oh, I have the cowbell guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I could see a little resemblance, but not to the point where literally as years gone by and he's become, you know, the big uh, comedic superstar <laughs> that he is. Ruined my life. <laughs> That's a, uh, yeah, a, would, yeah, you know, people. I would go to the the mainly it was, it's sporting events and airports. Okay, and people <laughs> are convinced it's it, that I'm him. I mean, they come up to me like, you know, hey, you know, you're right, so, you know. And sometimes I'm like, do they think I'm in the Chili Peppers or do they think I'm Will <laughs> so We take a picture, and I just I don't even I just go, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then afterwards, they might go, oh, you know, you're so funny enough, and I just nod and. <laughs> Easier than, than than like going into the, well actually no I'm I mean, it's it's almost yeah. taken on a life of its own at this point it's like urban legend it's if you urban, will. yeah <laughs> I thought after the Tonight Show thing that that would sort of put that to bed but it's actually just only made it worse, worse. yeah <laughs> and uh, speaking of the Will Ferrell thing yeah. I believe it was last year I may be wrong on this you did a benefit with him. The, we uh, did in L.A. at the Shrine, yeah. The, it has a really long name: the Red Hot Benefit Comedy <laughs> and Music Show and Quinceanera. That was, I, that's now, his, that, he, he, that was his title. That was his title because I heard that that was what he always wanted to do was have a quinceanera. I guess so. Yeah, he told me about that. He felt like he missed out when he was younger uh, from his, uh, yeah, Mexican heritage. You know, Will Farrell, not Irish, Mexican. My girlfriend, who is Mexican, was very confused by the title. Most she, people were confused, yeah, especially when he came out in the dress. And well, now, what was the benefit for? Uh, it was it was for um, our, we have two charities that that we feel really strong about. His is called Cancer for College, okay. and and uh, the one that that I did was actually Flea's School nonprofit school, Silver Lake Conservatory of Music. Oh, that's right. So those were the two benefactors for that. Yeah, and we just got um, you know, after the Fallon thing was, you know. So crazy! Everybody was so, uh, you know, into it or whatever, and 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 we said, let's do some good out of this, just because we kind of look like each other. So, yeah, we 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 put it together, and 
<clears throat> comedy and rock show. Devo played, and we played, and then we got a bunch of drummers. Oh, that's and awesome, Devo, got man. Comedians. It was a great night. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, switching the gears a little bit to music, which is why we're here and what we do, being in radio, and why you do what you do, being on the other side of the, mm-hmm. the stage. And you know, with us in radio, it's I still get excited when I get a new song and I put it on the air and I play it. And right. what is that like for you, being a kid who probably grew up listening to rock music, and then to cool. hear you on the radio? Like, do you still get excited about radio? Totally. Yeah. I mean, um, first of all, thank you for playing new music. Absolutely. Um, you know, in the, in this era of of streaming and and all the satellites and all that stuff. Um, which is which is great, but but you know, obviously a lot different than when I grew up. It was you know, the little AM radio next to my bed, and my mom's like, "Oh, go to bed now." And I'm like, "Okay, mom," and I turn it off and wait for her to walk down the hall and turn it back on. I would go to sleep to to uh, CKLW, the Motor City, <laughs> and and uh, you know, shaped a lot of my musical tastes and 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 of course i i always wanted to be a musician i started playing when i was seven but um yeah you know to hear your song on the radio uh it's still super exciting you know and i think it's just yeah it takes me back to being a small kid in my bedroom (laughs) that's wow i could never believe i could Come out of that little box, <laughs> right? Or whatever right. it is now, you know, yeah. when you're listening. Phone, uh, device, earbuds, phone, whatever. whatever. <laughs> exactly. But um, that's why we make new music. You know, it's 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 important to to keep growing and changing. And 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 uh, you know, we've been a band a long time, obviously. And and but but we're as passionate as ever about making music and and playing concerts for sure is, is a big part of it as well. But. Um, Making new music fuels us to want to come out here and, 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 and play. And, you know, there's some relevance involved, and we're fortunate and grateful that people still want to listen to our new music and come see us. And, and uh, so it's, it's amazing. It's a great job. I have a great job. <laughs> I would say so. This is, I think yours is a little better. Is it? <laughs> what, you know, whatever you, a little bit, you think? I think a little bit. I, everyone, I guess, you know, I would be a rock star, you know. But, um, uh, you know, I just wanted to be a musician. I just wanted to be a professional musician. When I graduated from high school, in 1980, I started playing clubs in, outside of Detroit, and I was like, "Man, I'm successful. This is what I wanted to do. I'm, I'm making 165 dollars a week, playing three sets a night, six nights a week, at the Side Street Lounge." <laughs> and I was like, "This is great, girls and booze, and this is fucking the American awesome. dream, man." And yeah, I was living. I was living the dream, and so even to this day, I still feel like. You know, I just turned 55, and I'm like, I, I, I'm wearing T-shirts and hats and jeans like that. I do the same thing that I've been doing since I was a kid, and and I I feel like I'm 25 instead of you know. It's crazy to me that it's still. Uh, wow, Josh, bring in some of the youth to make you help you feel younger. Cause he's, yeah, he he's brought down the average age of the band. Thank God. <laughs> you know, the, the collective. Out. Yeah, that's that's why I got the gig. <laughs> How old are you? Oh, okay, good. You can join. No, Josh is a, an amazing musician and a, and, a, and a dedicated, you know, musician. And, and he, he don't let his youth, uh, you know, fool you. He's been doing his thing for a long time, played with lots of people, has lots of experiences. Uh, you know, is we're so lucky to have him. And, and uh, he's injected a whole new, um, you know, thing into our, our, our band. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And, and, you know, it's it's really great now because now i say then say four or five years ago when when we 
had him before and he just joined the band and we wrote songs and um you know you still know somebody you don't really get to know them till you work with them in, in, a, in, a, in a band situation and play and travel and do everything that we do together so this time around with the new newest record um he felt more comfortable we did all, all around i think i don't know if he would say that but i think that that's uh it's been really good that that um We've had this opportunity, and I look forward to the next thing because I think it'll just get get better as the longer he's uh, with us. And uh, speaking of the new record, this is your first record in since 26, 27 years working without Rick Rubin. Yeah, it was uh, Brian Burton and Danger Mouse. How different was it? Was it a culture shock? Different producers? Uh, Rick's it? beard is longer. That that is true. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, of course. I wouldn't say it's a culture shock. Well, <laughs> terminology. Yeah, uh, you know, but of course they're very, very different people, you know, and, and and their aesthetic is different, and that's the reason why we did go and work with Brian. But Brian, you know, is a talented musician and 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 um, you know got great ears, and and um, yeah, we just we just thought it would be it was time for a change, you know. I, I, like I said, we've been playing a long time, made a lot of records with Rick, and Rick it was fantastic. Obviously, a great friend and producer and we've had success with him and we love rick but but we felt it was a, it might have been going down the road of making another rock record with a similar sound and 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 um you know we made a conscious effort to to let's let's shake it up let's do something different it was the first time we we thought about having different producers before as well but um this time we we took the leap and we're glad we did because it, it really challenged us to come up with new ways to record write. we actually wrote in the studio this time which we've never really done and and that was uh that was new for us and good that we did that now i read i don't know if it's true uh not true fake news <laughs> that is Re really sad <laughs> that is that is the hot 107.7 right really sad uh the, you guys wrote a whole bunch of music for the new record and then danger mouse made you guys scrap it or start over or rework those is that uh, we wrote a bunch of songs that we, we, we normally do. How we do, we get in a room and, and we, 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 we make a bunch of songs and we invited him over to the studio and he heard a bunch of our stuff and he liked it. And he was like, okay, cool, I, you know, like a good producer, I really like those and these are the ones I think I can really help you with. These are the ones maybe not as much and, you know, a good objective opinion, what you want. And we were about ready to go in and record and Flea broke his wrist week before we were supposed to start recording and that took six months for him to heal poor guy so during that time um brian was like you know why don't you you know I, I'm, I'm happy to do your thing and help you with your songs and i'll make them better and i'll do you know i'll work with you guys i look forward to it but if you really want to use my talent or forte of what i do you know he comes from a, a real hip-hop background where you where you layer things and stack things and he said why don't you come in chad and why don't you come in and, and we'll just play some drums some beats and some grooves and just come up with ideas and i'm like you want me to come in and play by myself <laughs> <laughs> I like to, out loud it's even I worse i like to play with myself but <laughs> by myself okay drums right right and so we did that and and it was interesting you know we just kind of um Listen to some music. He has a very eclectic 
musical tastes and different psychedelic weird shit and like just different stuff and and we kind of found some things that we we both kind of oh that's cool and 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 just a, as a sort of a jumping off point not like i wasn't trying to cop what the what, what they were doing but just like that vibe let's go do that vibe oh, okay and so we did that and we i don't know we did a bunch of stuff and um and and that was the beginning of this new sort of way to write and flea would come once he became okay and uh physically he came in and started playing bass on it and different stuff and then um you know, we just sort of layered. Then Josh would come in with a melodic part, or a guitar, or a keyboard, or whatever, and we and we did songs like that. And it was like it was like an experiment, really. And but Brian is, is really good at at being in there and and finding the, the the magical stuff that works. And and he was very integral in that process. And and we got excited about it. And all of a sudden, we had like nine things. And you know, would send them to Anthony, and he would come up with vocals, and it was just, it got rolling, and we really liked it. We did the other songs as well, so I would say half of the record had songs that we had already written that we, he also worked on and made, made them better, and then the other half of probably six or so were, were newer things that we did in the studio, and then after we sort of layered them and put them together in that way, then we once we got an arrangement, we performed them like a band, so... It has some cohesiveness to it, but yeah, that was really exciting for us and different. Very cool, and uh, yeah, yeah, the results in the album are fantastic. Oh, and Dark thanks. Necessity, great record, all front Thank to you. back. Um, you know, I, you're I, wearing, I you're, your listeners can't see it, but you have a Hartford Whalers hat. I oh, swear, you're reading my how mind. How old is that? Hat? I was just going to ask a hockey question. I'm a hockey <laughs> so, man. That's why my question was going to be because I read a, I read an interview that uh, one of the first shows you went to was the opening of Joe Louis Arena when they had Rush there. That, well, no, it wasn't one of my first shows. It was the first show. Oh, the first show. Okay, at Joe Louis Arena. First show at Joe Louis right. Arena. I, okay, I saw Kiss in 1974 when I was 13 at Cobo Hall. And if and I don't know if your listeners are probably too young for this, but there's a Kiss Alive album yep. with on the back is a is a is a shot of the arena and two dudes like holding their arms up with a poster. And I was literally sitting at the twelfth row and they were like at like the seventeenth row. And I saw them take the picture and the whole thing. So I'm not I'm not in the picture. <laughs> but I was that would have been awesome because I was like I Google image search as but soon I, as we're yeah, out of no, here. Like, hey, man, you know, no, I'm not in the picture. I'm not but uh, you know, as a young preteen, even a teenager, like Kiss, I, you know, you, you, there was two camps: it was either the people who love Kiss or Kiss sucks. Right, right. And I was in the I love Kiss because they blew shit up. And right. Like, <laughs> my brothers and the older brother, Led Zeppelin was way better, man. Kiss sucks. I'm like, yeah, but they don't spit blood, breathe fire, and drums don't go nine feet in the air. And he's, Ugh. But um, yeah, so I had my um, that was exciting for me. But yeah, to play Joe Lewis, we did a week ago. And it'll be one of the last concerts uh, at that storied venue where, right. um, you know, the Red Wings hockey team has been the home since 1979. Right. Uh, very exciting for a hometown boy like me to, to go play that. Hey, yeah, that's a, kind of the road that I was going to go down yeah, with that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad you noticed the hat. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up in Connecticut, so I'm a Whalers guy. Uh, okay. And there's talk they may be coming back. Gordy Howe played for the Whalers. Yes, he did. the house. Yes. Did they have all three, right, at one point? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. When so, yeah. Like, when he was like 100. <laughs> Exactly. It was like the total end of the line. Because he kept doing that thing where every time he turned a new decade, he'd come back and play again. He's amazing. So, oh, amazing. Absolutely God bless amazing. Him. I wish they would name the new arena. You know who You know who died today? I hate to bring it down. Mike no. Illich. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. He did. Wow. Today, the owner of the of the Wings. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, it just happened. So, so um, well, yeah. Well, anyway. But anyway, but yeah, to answer your question, the hat's pretty old. <laughs> 
looks, so, like a, looks like a nice fisherman's hat. Absolutely. They need to bring back the whale. That's my mission in life. So. Oh, we love the whale. Indeed. We love well, the whale. Chad, thank you so much for sitting my down pleasure. with us. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank well. you for the time. Looking forward to a great show. And, uh, yeah, not every day you get to sit down with a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. So congrats on that as well, man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, fellas. Awesome. Thank all you, right, man. man. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.